WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Miss uh, Ann is uh, way at the beach. She's uh, been beaching it here for a couple of weeks. She'll uh, she'll be she's you know kind of semi-retired from the show anyway. But uh, uh, got brother Rufus here, and Nelsa just took off. Did she leave, or is she in the store? I guess she's in the store. Yeah, she's in the store checking out all my lawn and garden supplies. That's Mike. good. That's good. She can report back. Uh, but uh, Brother Rufus and Nelson Cox, owner of the Garden Hut in Fuquay Varina, is uh, with us. And uh, we are at J.E. Wumble and Sons in Lillington. Uh, Ray, tell us how to get there if we're, we're in Sanford or Raleigh or just want to come down here. Well, that's one great thing about our location, Mike. Highway 210, 421, 401, and 27 intersect our little town from every direction. So from Sanford, you take 421. From Raleigh, you can take 401 or 210. From Fayetteville, you take 210. Or, and so we're a little, this little town's small, but uh, I, I talked to the Department of Transportation guy. It's been several years ago. There's a main, the main stoplight when you come into town from Raleigh or Fuquay. I asked him how many cars went through that stoplight a day. And this has been five, six years ago. I don't know what it is today. I'm sure it's at least double, maybe even triple. But he told me 60,000 at that time went through that stoplight every day. And I, I, I'm sure it's probably well over 100 now. You know, so they need it's, to make a quick getaway. There are a lot of roads to ex- Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's incredible. And, and we're fortunately the county seat of Harnett County. Yeah. Um, and we got, if you I don't know if you noticed it come in. We got numerous little restaurants, and every yeah. one of them are packed and busy because there's so much through traffic coming through this town. And and you talk about my slogan, "We don't have it, you don't need it." I can't tell you. I've got it on my sign out in front of my store. I can't tell you the number of just customers, not customers, but people coming through our little town and stop to come in our store and say, "I want to see what you have in your store because I like your sign." And they yeah. just walk, come in there and walk around for people from out of state. So. Anyway, that's that's how you get to us. Just uh, just take any one of those major highways and stop and say, well, how do you get to J.E. Womblin? Says anybody can tell you. Well, I hope that they hear your commercial on WPTF too, and that inspires them to come here. Well, they do. Uh, you know, they I I have a lot. I've already had on my phone this morning. People text me saying, I'm, I'm loving listening to you guys. Oh, you and Sue talk. And that's good. Good morning, God. I said, yeah. Well, call in, ask a question. One guy said something a while ago, Nelson, so about beekeeping and how bees help pollinate gardens. Can you tell us a little bit about that? I mean, uh, 
incredibly important, especially to our to our farmers. And um, uh, you know, the the beekeepers have been farming them out. They they truck them from state to state as the weather trends. But it, extremely important. And for homeowners, for home gardeners, uh, which is I don't know. I'm I'm sort of like a little mini part-time farmer. I love growing vegetables. I've never not had a vegetable garden, and I've learned um, that there are certain plants that I mix near my vegetables or even in with my vegetables that give me the success that I have. So you've got to have the bees, the pollinators, um, and and pollinators are basically um, insects. They don't necessarily have to be just like honeybees. But that are that are going to to the the flowers, say like on squash or or zucchini or cucumbers, and they're they're going from flower to flower. They're picking up the pollen on their little legs that are a little bit furry, and they're taking them uh, to to the to the male flowers, and then uh, or or vice versa, taking them to the female flowers. So um, it's just extremely important. And so um, I do a lot of sunflowers. I do a lot of uh, zinnias, cosmos. Um, I do cat mint things like that and I've encouraged our customers to you know so uh, and you can buy packets of seed that say you know bee pollinators or uh, hummingbirds or you know the different theories themes of of, uh, packaged seeds and that's important to get it out with your produce to help you be continually successful and 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 get um, you know produce of your own and there's nothing more gratifying than spending $40 on one tomato plant and getting like three tomatoes off of it. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, it's interesting you bring up sunflower seeds. I've noticed in my seed department, I, I bought sunflower seeds this year in a 50-pound bag. Used to, I'd buy a little pack. So I, could, mm-hmm. I bought a 50-pound bag, and I just sold the rest of it. The, wow. Last yeah. of that 50-pound bag yesterday yeah. because of what you're saying about the sunflower yeah. seeds. Yeah, and get another 50 pounds because the beauty about uh, sunflowers is you can continue them. I, I try to sow some about every second week, and I'll do that literally all through the summer, so through the month of May, through the month of June, through the month of July. And I have beautiful sunflowers all the way up to frost. Well, Ray, I'm, I'm a great advocate of, of clover. Uh, people start talking about these perfect lawns, and, and, and I go silent. You don't hear a word out of Rufus because I don't have one. i got an old country lawn that's full of clover, and I love seeing the bees out there and all the, the white clover, and I'm sure you've got barrel loads of clover to sell Oh yeah, by we, the pound. We do. We do. we got red clover, white clover, crimson clover. Which one do you think is the best this time of year, Rufus? The, uh, the white. Okay, white clover. That, that, that's the best. The, for a lawn, now the, now the crimson clover gets a little bit too tall, but that is sure something that, that horses and cows love. Right, but that's that's a, a good one that I sow just to fix the nitrogen in the soil. So, uh, you know, that's a great cover crop. Um, so once your summer crop is done, then the, the crimson clover, the red clover, those are great. Uh, I've done those at the garden hut, and then I'm like, oh, I don't want to pull them up because they're beautiful when they're flowering. You know, I get the, the pollinators, the bees, and then... You know, then I'll I'll kind of harvest that or and grub it up and then start my summer vegetables. So it, it doesn't leach the nitrogen out of the soil. It does it not. Adds it, it adds to it absolutely. Okay, that's yes. unique. Yes. For it, well, a good thing to add. Let's uh, talk to Steve and Garner. I'm sure he has bees around his uh, daylily plants. Well, Steve? we've got color now. Good. The, we're starting yesterday. We had about seven blooms blooming. And I'm anticipating going out this morning and finding more. So we haven't been out yet. 
Well, Steve, thank you, sweetheart, your sweet wife, for sending me the uh, the Lycoris, the bulbs, this past week. And uh, someone said, Lycoris, what is that? And I said, well, Rufus likes to refer to it as naked lady. Pink naked ladies. Except <laughs> these are not pink, are they, Steve? No, they're bright red. I mean, Thank yeah. you, really thank that's you. That's even better. Yes, well, Steve, had you, you. Ha- have you had your uh, show and sale yet you were talking about last week? No, 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 that's where I'm going to. Uh, June the 11th, uh, the, we're going to have our annual show and sale with the Sandhills Club. It's going to be a two-club event, so I'm anticipating a lot of bloom. So if people want to see the variety of the daylilies, they're not just yellow, even that's all the state plants out there in the middle of the highway. Right. Uh, they are different colors, different sizes, different. We have spiders. We have uh, minis. Uh, we have biscuits, things that fold back on each other that look like a biscuit. There are some really unique shapes of daylilies. Uh, it's one of the easiest plants to breed. Uh, it's one of those things that I've been able to take nature's bounty, and I've got babies out there right now that are starting to bloom. They're absolutely gorgeous, and I'm really proud of them. Yeah, but that's anyway, a nice addition know, to any landscape you can open with us. Eight o'clock, or the you can bring your plants and your flowers in eight o'clock in the morning. Uh, to uh, register, you can groom them and get them set out on the table. Judging starts at 10.45, and then the tables open up for public view where you can go inside and actually get a close view of the plants at uh, 2 o'clock. I will be there with with the sales table. I'm bringing 30 of my plants. Uh, they will be for sale, $7 a plant or three for $15. That's right, and that's the uh, Wake County Daylily Club. It is the Raleigh Daylily Club and the Sand Hills Club out of Fayette. Oh, okay. So we've got two clubs joining together. But well, see- uh, it's a, it's a, Daylilies have really responded to the heat. They have just sprung up. And uh, blooms are starting to pop open now. Well, always Actually, glad to get the report. Open the other day, uh, and it is uh, bright red, gorgeous. Fantastic! Thanks very much, Steve. Sure. Always enough. nice talking uh, you to you. Have a good day, and and I I wish I could come down there, but Lillington's a little bit of a stretch for me. Didn't seem like very far to me this morning. It was a nice, <laughs> nice, easy ride. You went through most of it, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. We, we almost right. stopped in Kipling for a campaign stop for Rufus, yeah. but we didn't see anybody around to talk to. And I couldn't think of anything to run for. <laughs> or, or to say. Well, you probably could say something. Uh, all right. Well, Steve, right, thank you. All right. Let's uh, head out to the State Farmer's Market, and Sim McKeever is the manager there. Sim, good morning to you. Oh, Sim. Do we have Sim McKeever? All right, while we're trying to find Sam, uh, Ray, you, you have a, a, a customer, a longtime customer? I yes, I do. I got a longtime customer. I just 
cornered off here, and he came over here kicking and screaming. But I said, Tommy, Tommy Stewart, uh, would you say? Tommy, you- we're just folks. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's just, right. Pull pull up the chair. Yeah, Tommy's been a long time customer, and uh, I've sold Tommy garden seed, uh, uh, grass seed, lawnmowers, weed eaters, and uh, I just you know ask him some questions about doing business with Je Wan and Sons, Mike. Yeah. So did you use all that stuff that you bought from him? Or? I have. I sure have. <laughs> all right. Well, that's I'll good. Say so. That's good to know. And uh, I'm sure if you had any questions. You knew where to get the answers to about all of that I stuff. I sure did. Uh, Jay Womble's always been a, a a place to go to find what you need. It's yeah. like like they're saying, if if they don't have it, you don't need it. We just had a customer stop by, a longtime customer, and and he was talking about uh, how they this community is blessed to to have Jay Womble here. I mean, it's not, it's a fun place to go, but they do have everything, and it makes it a lot more convenient because y'all are not sitting in the middle of Raleigh. That's true. That's true. And, and you know, the, you got all the box stores around that uh, you go to and, and always found that if you come here, you get just as good a price as, as you do at the big box stores. And and lots of people to help you. Oh, too. Uh, yeah. Service is great. Sure yeah, is. That is. So uh, do you, what, uh, do you garden uh, recreationally or? Yeah, yeah, recreation. Yeah. <laughs> so how much of that does your wife do? Uh, most, most of it, well. My wife lets me know what needs to be done. So right. you just go out and buy the stuff at J.E. Womble, and she she gets a garden. Exactly. Done. Okay. Well, you should you should see Tommy's yard, Mike. He's he's got a beautiful yard, uh, and all kinds of uh, natural areas, pine straw, flowers. Go. I mean, he's got a swimming pool in his backyard. Wonderful. And, and I don't know if it's him or his wife Linda, but they they it's a beautiful yard. She has a she well, has a good eye. She does. She she really does, and she's got a lot of vision to what she wants to, to see happen. So. Do you have uh, a warm season grass like Bermuda or centipede? I've got centipede, yeah. yeah. And, and you I, know that's a lazy man's grass, Well, don't you? I don't know if that's true. <laughs> well, that's what they call it. <laughs> yeah, they do call it that, but, <laughs> but it still has to be mowed every week. So. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. right. Um, Tommy came in a few years ago, and he'd been, I told you earlier, about zero-turn lawnmowers becoming the most popular mower on the market. Yes. You know, whether it's my brand or somebody else's, hopefully it's my brand. But anyway, Tommy had a tractor for years, and he came in. How many years ago did you buy that zero return from me, Tommy? Probably three years ago, maybe. Would you ever go back to a tractor? No, no. You hadn't driven it out in the road, have you? Uh, Yeah. Go from place to place? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's kind of slow go. But But you can can cut your grass, Mike, so much quicker with a zero turn. It's very precise. Exactly, and it eliminates a lot of the manual weed eating that you have to do and that kind of thing. So uh, anyway, we appreciate Tommy and people like him, and he's been not only a good customer but a good friend to me and my family. I appreciate you, Tommy. Well, thank you, Ray, and and we appreciate J.E. Womble being here in Lillington close by and Yep. They do the service they provide, too. Yeah, tell your wife to listen to the Weekend Gardener. I will. Yeah. I sure will. Yeah. We, we've only been on the air for 37 years, yeah. so she's missed a lot of shows. Yeah. Uh, I, I used to listen to it some back. Well, what, did we run you away? No. Okay. Just we got mean busy. to you. Now, now I work on Saturday morning. Oh, oh, okay. She's got well, him busy about, all the time. I know about that. Apparently so. Well, you're you're one in a long line of Harnett County people to have been on WPTF, Well, thank including you. Wally Osley. Yeah. yeah. Well, good. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for being on with us, Tommy. Sure. Thanks, right. Tommy. All right, let's see right. if we can get Sim. Sim is not normally, uh, I mean, he's the manager of the State Farmers Market. He's not normally shy. Sim, are you with us now? Yes, 
I'm here. I'm All right. I, what were you putting out a fire or something? There, there probably is some fires to be put out. I just uh, yeah, it, it's yeah. hot enough today. I guess uh, the big fans are going down there under the farmer sheds, aren't they? Yeah, they feel pretty good this morning. They sure do. We we had a hot one yesterday afternoon. I know that. Yeah, Mr. Curtis needs to install a fan with this that we can hook up to to electricity. I think under this awning that we have uh, that we bring with us. Uh, at any rate, uh, what about peaches? Because you've got peaches. We- yeah, peaches right. are just getting started good. Uh, they're, I won't call them plentiful yet, but the, I would think by next weekend they would be. Uh, Rich May was one of the varieties I saw down there this morning. They still had a few covered up when I was down there earlier. Uh, of course, we still got strawberries coming in. Uh, blueberries are getting started. Uh, we got sugar snaps, uh, cabbage, lettuce, uh, tunnel-grown tomatoes, garden peas, uh, see, cauliflower, sweet potatoes. Uh, still got some butternut, acorn, and spaghetti squash coming in, uh, red and white potatoes, spring onions, uh, Brussels sprouts, all kinds of greens, kale, mustard, spinach and turnips, uh, mushrooms, beets, radishes, and broccoli. Mm. And we'll, we'll start having some more summer stuff coming in here in a couple of weeks. Sounds like that uh, Mediterranean diet that we were all eating in Israel about three weeks ago. There you uh, go. Yeah, we can good, we can we can keep stuff. that going for you. Yeah, but uh, what what about uh, plants? You got plants out there this morning? The We've got plenty of plants coming in. Uh, got trees and shrubs, herbs and perennials. Uh, plenty of vegetable plants still coming in. Uh, fruit trees and bushes, uh, ferns, hanging baskets, bedding plants, uh, succulents, cactus. Some uh, some nice looking hydrangeas down there this morning. Uh, we got a group of uh, uh, a group here in Raleigh does uh, Chris anthems. Chris anthems. Let me say it right. Uh, and, and also uh, some really nice looking uh, cut flowers and bouquets down there in the farmers building as well. Okay. And up in the market shops, plenty going on. I'm sure there's good coffee brewing this morning. Got some coffee going at three two one coffee. Uh, you can get you an orange aid or lemonade. Uh, some ice cream would be good today with the warm weather coming, which, like you always say, ice cream's good anytime, but especially when it's hot. Uh, all kinds of great baked good items up there uh, jams and jellies, um, fudge, uh, cakes, pies. Uh, you got uh, North Carolina hammocks and outdoor furniture up there, um, North Carolina farm raised meats, eggs, cheeses. Uh, hand soaps and lotions. Of course, you got the market grill up there and get you some walking around food. Um, and of course, we got a couple other good restaurants out here as well. Um, the North Carolina Seafood Restaurant, they open up at 11 a.m. and close at 8 p.m. Serve uh, Calabash style seafood, give you plenty to eat. And of course, you've got the State Farmers Market Restaurant up on the hill. Uh, patio might be nice this morning, but it's going to get a little warm later. But great country cooking. Uh, and they, they give you plenty to eat as well, uh, so you can't you, you can't go wrong with the eating choices. Yeah, they they got the tables on the east side right now, so maybe the west side would be better if you could pull up a table over there. But certainly yeah. not inside is air conditioned. That would be great. Um, so Rufus, any of that food sound good to you? That uh, anything tempting? I just want a biscuit, one of those cat eye biscuits with some Ooh. molasses. I, I, I like had some one right yesterday. Now. I, I highly recommend them. Oh. Absolutely. Yeah, big biscuits, good biscuits. And you need, you need to tell people, still there is the Rufus dog. 
That's right. The, yeah, it's still there. Heck, it ain't going away. Yeah. It's a, still a, there. A, a work of art down there. These folks, uh, we've, Ray, we've had a Rufus dog for several years. Mustard, the, slaw, chili, and onions. And uh, it's, a, it's a big seller, they say. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I, eat, I eat a couple a month. Well, well, what kind of meat is it? It's it's a uh, is it a bright leaf or what? It's a bright leaf. Oh yeah, yeah there you go. Leaf. It's got to be bright yeah, leaf, Rufus. Rufus, we were getting ready to part ways if you said anything other than <laughs> bright leaf. Now I was, that was a test, folks. Yeah, he passed that's, it. That's home, folks. Hot dog there. And it comes with a side of roll eggs. That'd be, that'd, that'd be like eating Hellman's mayonnaise, wouldn't it? Exactly <laughs> right. Rather, rather than Duke's. See, what, what's, what's what's funny to me, Mike, is you can go up to Virginia or just not much further north than that and say. I want a bright leaf hot dog and look at you like you're crazy. Yeah, yeah. They want those Nathan things or something. You know, no. Ain't nothing like a bright leaf That's, in my book. You go. Nice bright red. All right, well, uh, Sim, uh, Market Imports up there, they're, they're doing pretty well, and Supersod also. That's right. They're hopping up there at Market Imports. Uh, all kinds of home decor, uh, water fountains, uh, wrought iron, all kinds of pottery, different shapes and sizes. Uh, really neat place, and then of course you mentioned uh, Super Sod, Turf Grass. Uh, they, I imagine they're switching over now from fescue to the uh, warm season grasses, uh, Bermuda and Zoysia. Absolutely. And yeah. um, and also, we have uh, Nahana Pork Center. Uh, I want to mention them as well. Uh, basically, pork any way you want it. So uh, uh, c- come see us. All right, we shall. Sim, thank you, my friend. You take care. All right, y'all have a great weekend. All righty. We're at uh, J.E. Wumble and Sons in Lillington with a WPTF weekend gardener, and uh, Ray Wumble is uh, with us, in addition to Nelson Cox from Fuquay at the Garden Hut, Brother Rufus Edmiston, former Secretary of State and Attorney General and uh, Chief Deputy Counsel in the Senate Watergate Committee, and big anniversary coming up. We're going to talk more about that straight ahead. Uh, but, uh, Tommy, you have another customer with you. Well, actually, I got another employee, Mike. Oh, another employee. Yeah. Okay. Tommy, That's even better. Tommy Thomas, and Tommy's been with me for how many years, Tommy? Five, Five years. years. Tommy's my, we were talking about battery-powered uh, products yeah. earlier yeah, in the, the show. Yeah, the new steel battery-powered. Exactly. And rechargeable. T- and Tommy is, is my main salesman in that department. So I'm going to let him say a few things about the battery-powered steel products, Tommy. And steel, um, steel is is famous for the for the gas powered product, and they make the the best gas powered uh, products. But exactly. They they have put all all their uh, their know how into making the best rechargeable products now, haven't they? Exactly. Uh, a lot of people don't know about it, but steel is the world's largest supplier of small engine equipment. In fact, uh, uh, first responders that's the only brand they will use is the steel equipment you know they trust it to uh work when it's needed and it's always there for you ready to go yeah we were talking about how convenient it is to use the the rechargeable products exactly um for for the occasional users even for the commercial guys i've got commercial guys that's buying chainsaws now you know they get into uh neighborhoods where noise ordinances is yeah and they can't they can't crank up uh, two cycle equipment before like right. seven, nine o'clock or different times. They can get out there with the battery equipment, start to work, and get a lot of stuff done before, while the neighbors are still asleep. Very good. So it helps them to uh, get get ahead of the ball. Tommy, well, thank you very much. Very uh, good. Uh, oh, I want to ask Tommy you, a question real quick. Well, we'll we'll do it. Uh, okay. We'll do it after the news. Oh, that's right. The news. Yeah, we got the news. 
Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF. We're at J.E. Womble and Sons in the uh, beautiful town of Lillington with uh, Weekend Gardener this morning. And Ray Womble is with us. We're going to talk to Ray again uh, here in a moment. And um, one of his employees, Tommy, who uh, is a specialist in, in some of the battery-powered equipment they have from steel now but you know our friends at wild birds unlimited and raleigh and carrie have a nice prize pack for you to win this month go to wptf.com right now and register to win a hopper bird feeder five pounds of their famous no mess seed and a birds of carolina field guide nice prize package go to the contest tab at wptf.com you know every time you buy a bag of black cow you're helping the environment uh, the black cow process helps to repurpose manure and i'm sure you haven't thought in terms of that in a while but uh, that's environmentally friendly it's making compost and it black cow is the perfect compost beneficial for your garden and lawn black cow contains up to 10 times more nutrients and microbes than garden soils and it helps to retain moisture too your lawn, flower beds, and vegetable gardens will be off to a great start with black cow. Everything grows better with sun, water, and black cow. For more details, check out the website at blackcow.com. And, uh, Tommy, we were, we were talking about the uh, many steel products, and there are more and more of the uh, rechargeable. But what, what do they have? What is the line... Uh, of uh, rechargeable products now, uh, I know they have uh, they have a chainsaw, right? right. Uh, Need to turn your mic on there, I believe. There we go. Th- yes, that market is growing by leaps and bounds. We're not only selling; um, we're having large increases every year in the battery products. Um, people are learning that when you don't use it a whole lot, you don't have to worry about the gas getting old. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it works as good as gas. Like I mentioned a while ago, some of the commercial guys are using it uh, with their commercial business. Yeah, it just depends the on the size of the battery and, and you know, the electronics in it. You can have, I mean, there are race cars that are all electric. Exactly. very fast, so you can have the power. Yeah, the batteries are lithium-ion. They don't, uh, when they start weakening down, they don't slow down a bit. They just keep going until it's totally dead, mm-hmm. and then it stops. People keep asking me about my battery equipment, and uh, they ask me how long it lasts. I said, well, I don't know. I said, it lasts longer than I do. Yeah. I mean, that's the main thing. How do we treat a battery? When we buy a uh, steel product that is rechargeable, uh, we don't keep the battery charging all the time, for instance. You can. It automatically shuts off, okay. but I try not to. Yeah. I like to keep mine actually indoors so that it's kind of climatically controlled. You're not That's a great in idea. Not in 100-degree weather and then 30-degree or freezing yeah. in the wintertime. So, uh, are the, may, are, I, I think it probably helps. Uh, is there a, a unit that has, like, you know, an attachable weed eater head and and you can exchange attachments, pole salt? I mean, is there... Like a six in one, what 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 are the options? And oh, I'm not talking a, for like commercial, just you know, 
sort of around the house or beach or whatever. Use. Yeah, yeah. Yes, in fact, I've got one. It's called the Combi System. Okay. There's probably 12 to 15 different attachments you can put on it. Okay. From pole saws, hedge trimmers, weed eaters, brush cutters, um, you name it. Uh, there's anything you want to do, anything they make a piece of equipment for, mm-hmm. they make it for the combi unit. Okay. And the battery-powered uh, combi head cannot be uh, underestimated. It's got as much or more power than the gas does. Wow. In oh, fact, I, I left a while ago and didn't do my question. Now, I don't know if your man. mic is on yeah. either, Rufus. What? Let's see. Is your mic on? I, I, I'm a steel man, chainsaw, uh, trimmer, <coughs> head hitch trimmer to boot. Uh, thinking about going electric on on the the uh, weed eater. Now, on my old one, I could put a chain, even a chainsaw, uh, a bandsaw almost on the thing to cut a small sapling. Right. All kinds of attachments. On your electric one, how far can you go with attachments for pretty heavy jobs? If you, I've got a uh, <laughs> how big a, a brush tree? cutter right now in the store that has a, it's kind of like a skill saw blade on it that right. you can cut small trees down with right now. Wow. It's got a harness that comes with it. Um, you can really, uh, you can do some damage with that thing. You can, I mean, is the damage you want to do, Rufus? Or? <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I think he's answered my question. I think he did. I, I've got some little, maybe three inches diameter stuff. Yeah. Right. That just continually pesters me to death. I've got two and a half acres, and and if I get one, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna get me a reserve battery. How about that? It's always good to have yeah. a backup. An engineer told me that 47 years ago. And it has served me well in any aspect of life. If you got a job over over an hour, what will what one go about? I guess you've answered this while I was gone. But. Well, the homeowner version will last you anywhere from 30 minutes to over an hour, depending on the battery you choose for the right. unit. Um, so if you're doing some serious stuff, it wouldn't be a bad idea to have you another battery charging. Right. It wouldn't hurt. Definitely. That or go with the uh, longer-lasting battery. Yeah, which is has more voltage or same voltage. It's just the usage time is increased. Um, the the base unit battery you'll get about as far as weed eating time you'll uh-huh. get about twenty minutes, but uh, you spend a little more. That's the, that's uh, about all I'm worth. Twenty battery. minutes. Yeah, I mean especially <laughs> on a day a, like this, you'll get a good hour's worth of work out of it. I don't know about you. I'm ready to sit down if I work an hour solid. I'm ready to sit down right now just talking about it. Well, one thing, too, Mike, that uh, they have is they have, like we said, as Tommy said, they got the homeowner line, which is the, you know, smaller batteries. But then if you want to get into some real heavy cutting like Rufus is talking about, we would uh, uh, recommend the commercial line. They got a commercial line series. And like Tommy said, when steel first got into this market, they just came out with the homeowner stuff. Yeah. And uh, but now they've come this commercial line because of the sound regulations in these yes. bigger towns. Right. Uh, it's getting to be real big. And one thing I like to like Tommy he he alluded to the first responders. If you if you ever come up on a on a site where there's been an automobile accident or a fire or something, they have to have a chainsaw. It's always a steel. Yeah. Now, that tells me something. It certainly yeah. does. I mean, even though I'm a steel dealer, if I was just a 
average Joe. I want what the professionals are using. And I'll tell you one more thing about steel and uh, is you don't buy steel at Home Depot or Lowe's or Walmart. Yep. They do not go through the big boxes. It's only through servicing dealers like J.E. Wombly & Son. There's over 9,000 of us in the United States. And I think they are made in uh, Virginia? Virginia Beach. They got yep. a 20-acre manufacturing facility in Virginia Beach where all these things are manufactured. All right. And, and that plant is like going into a hospital. It's so clean. I'm sure it is. And efficient, you know. Uh, Tommy, uh, we, we want to be safe. Can we fit Rufus with some goggles uh, to protect him when he's cutting down that tree? Oh, yes. We'd be glad to give him one. With <laughs> he he looking the size him. of my head. <laughs> <laughs> We've got chaps. He might need a helmet, too. Yeah. Still means three <laughs> words, made in America. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Still privately owned by the Steele family, by the way. Oh, how about wow. that? That's, that's great. Mr. Steele, who founded the company, just had his 90th birthday. Wow. Still living. Oh, his son's his son's running the company now, yeah. but Mr. Steele's still living. That is wonderful. Awesome. Yeah. Definitely uh, quality equipment. Uh, yeah. People brag about it when they buy it, come back, and they only want There the goes steel. one now. That's right. There goes a chainsaw. Like an 18-inch. Yeah. So, uh, and you, you will work with, if people are not sure how to use a chainsaw, for instance, you'll tell them how, show them how to. Exactly. Yeah. I take them outside. We fire up everything that leaves here. Make sure it's running properly and make sure they're fully comfortable with how to use it uh -huh. safely. Not only uh, how to crank it and everything, but um, we have the chaps available. You know, if That's what you need, Rufus, is some chaps. I, I highly recommend them. Yeah. <laughs> I saw some on the wall in there. If they don't sell it, you don't need it. You can it. Wear, wear it next time you go down to the legislature. I mean, they're back in session. You can go down to that short session wearing your chaps. And <clears throat> doing a little lobbying, and uh, you get their attention. Armed with a weed eater. <laughs> but, but, Take your weed eater and chaps. Better get the helmet too, Rufus. Yeah, need yeah, a helmet. Get a helmet. Need a helmet and goggles. Get you some ear, some stuff. ear, ear, earphones too. We can fix them up. <laughs> Tommy, thank you so much. Very, very informative. Thank I you, appreciate sir. that. Yeah, certainly, Tommy. Enjoy the being with you. Thank you. All right, nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. Nelsa. We uh, talked about all the hydrangeas that you have out here. What if, what if we want to plant something right now? Uh, is it risky? Uh, is it hot day like this or hot period of time? Well, that's a great question. And um, the way I usually address or answer that is um, if you're planting close to a water source, um, you know, whether you're doing container gardens or whether you're just filling in your summer annuals now, um, or perennials, um, and, or if you want to do a front foundation. If you can keep the water to it, you're going to be okay. Um, you know, it's, it's certainly not the best time to plant, but if you use good, like what's back behind me here, daddy peat soil, and, um, and I like to use a little biotone around the roots, um, which is beneficial mycorrhizones and um, bacteri beneficial bacterias, um, you're going to be successful. Um, now, and that biotone is not just a gimmick. It, it is really not. It, it, it is true. I just planted uh, 200 tomatoes a week ago Thursday, and um, every one of them, but probably about 30, uh, went in with biotone. And then we're top-dressed with tomato tone because of the 9% calcium. But um, And I've just started planting at the garden hut two days ago, so I think i got about 28 plants in the ground. And, again, I use the biotone. 
but we recommend it on trees, shrubs, um, you know, perennials. Um, it, it, it just does a, a good job. So it, to answer the question, you're going to work harder and work a little more to get that plant rooted and established. Um, but, you know, it, if it's something where it's way out in the backyard and it's just not convenient getting, you know, a water source to it and you're going to be gone all summer on vacation, then no, I wouldn't do it. Um, but if it's something that you can manage or, or, you know, you're away for a weekend and it hadn't rained in seven days and you can get a neighbor to water it, then have it. it go. Absolutely. What uh, Now, we've, we've talked about hydrangeas and how popular they are. They are. Now, sometimes they look like they are are uh, weeping, and that's not necessarily drought. It's not because the roots are dry necessarily. Correct. Um, so when I work with customers, I, I tell them that you know I, I use this terminology. I don't. I'm not sure if it's if it's uh, something used in the plant world, but I call it an indicator plant. Um, so for example, this morning I was at Garden Hut around six six fifteen. And I was, I was walking our little hydrangea line, which is in pretty much shade. It gets a little eastern morning sun. And I had two plants that were, were wilted. Well, there you go. That's an indicator because it's morning plants hydrate overnight. And I was like, well, there's two plants. I picked them up. I kicked the buckets, and they were dry as a bone. So I went ahead and watered them. By the time I left leaving for here, about 7.15, they had rehydrated. But the thing is, when you get home from work at 5 o'clock or 6 o'clock, and, um, you know, you, you look at the hydrangeas, the three hydrangeas you've planted, every one of them are going to be wilted. So uh, this time of day, the ones on the east side of our porch, they're going to be uh, wilted as soon as that sun comes up and hits them. But they're hydrated, so that's not when to panic and water. Same thing, we've got some on the west side, so by the end of the afternoon, there'll be lots of hydrangeas that are, that are uh, wilted. But you don't water them, because I know they were watered early this morning. And so, the, again, the indicator, the test is going to be the next morning when you wake up what do they look like and like i say 150 of ours well 140 look good and and we had two that didn't look good right. so okay. um but yep just watch and remember water. too anything you plant in a pot is going to need more water absolutely because it dries out quicker yep and that pot's going to get hot uh, i saw that the, there's a bunch of pots in here that people can buy if they want to grow their pots uh-huh. and inexpensive pots on a, a balcony for a an apartment or something like that. Anybody can grow anything anywhere you've got, as long as you've got a little bit of sun yep. and some water. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's a good point, Rufus. And, and like we were talking about earlier off air, you don't a person doesn't need but two or three tomato plants. And and if you don't have any land, if you have an apartment or a townhouse or something, mm-hmm. come get you one of these little inexpensive plastic pots and some of this yeah. Daddy Pete garden soil. Yeah. And just keep, as you said, it's a good point keeping it watered because it, it does take a lot more water in a pot. And, uh, and water in the morning. Yep, yep. Absolutely do that. And uh, don't plant <clears throat> pot in the pot. Uh, we don't recommend that. Bob uh, is from <laughs> is from Myrtle Beach. Bob, good morning. Uh, good morning. Yes, sir. How can we help you? I, I was trying to, I'm, I'm from Spring Hope. Oh, so you're from? down here at Myrtle. Okay. Well, I love Spring Hope. Yeah, we're down here at Bike Week at Myrtle Beach, and I kind of was wondering how I can listen to you people. And I went to your website, and I found a link to an app for WPTF. Yeah. So I downloaded that, and I've been listening to Yeah, and uh, tune in. I don't know which app that would be. Uh, did, anybody know? Okay. Well, there is a, an app called TuneIn. 
And you can you can pick up WPTF through that and a lot of other radio stations around the world. Right. So well, I, uh, I like your apple. I appreciate that very very much, and and uh, enjoy yourself at uh, at Bike Week down there. That's a well, big deal. Well, it's about over. Yeah. And then uh, from here we're going to Virginia. My wife's a traveling nurse now, uh-huh. so we're we're traveling all over the countryside and and we'll work here and there and yonder. <sighs> Fantastic. Well, I, anyhow, yeah. I just want to let you know that we're, little, we're hearing you down here in Myrtle Beach. <laughs> well, are you getting any breeze? We aren't getting a whole lot of breeze here in Lillington. Y'all got all the breeze down there? Uh, we got a little bit of breeze. Yeah. That all right, right well, now. Don't get sunburned. Oh, we won't. <laughs> all right, buddy. Thank you so much, Bob, for calling us. All right. Uh, you know, the... It, your lawn may be looking a little ragged because of critter damage. Uh, have moles dug tunnels in your lawn? Have plants been devoured by voles? Are you ready to give up on gardening because you're just fed up with the damage caused by moles and voles? Well, don't be discouraged. In the damage with I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent. Available in liquid and granular, I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent has a super strong formulation that's effective and easy to use. I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent works without the use of harmful toxins or chemicals. Did you know that many products that kill moles and voles can have the undesirable effect of killing other animals too? But not I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent. It contains only natural ingredients and botanical oils, giving you peace of mind that you won't be unintentionally poisoning any animals, pets, or birds. I Must Garden Repellents are sold all over the Triangle area and beyond, and you'll find them at uh, Southern States in Carborough, as well as Logan's One Stop Garden Shop in Raleigh, of course, Garden Hut in Fuqua Varina. And while you're there, be sure to check out all the other I Must Garden natural repellents for deer, rabbits, squirrels, moles, voles, uh, snakes, dogs, cats, all of it. Protect your garden today with safe and humane repellents from Imos Garden. For tips and more on getting rid of pests in your garden, visit imosgarden.com. Uh, I think we need to take a break, Jason. Is that right? We'll do it anyway. Uh, more of the Weekend Gardener coming up from J.E. Wumble and Sons in Lillington on the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Blasting into Myrtle Beach this morning. 